It was the fall of 2010. I was in Missouri at the college seminary that I was studying at, at a Benedictine monastery. And it was a Sunday morning, and just like every other Sunday that came before it, I went to church an hour before Mass of the 10.30 Mass time, and I prayed the office of the readings and the morning prayer that seminarians, that priests, that the consecrated religious pray. And I won't forget that day in that autumn, because as I had sat down and I had prayed the first three psalms of the office of the readings, I paused, and then I read the verse in response that comes before the next reading, which comes from the sacred scriptures. As I read that verse in response, it was as if it was the first time that I had read it, but surely I had read it before. And they're the words that we heard today in our second reading from the letter to the Hebrews. The verse and the response went like this. And in fact, it's tomorrow's verse and response in the breviary. So how fitting it is for me to have seen that when I accidentally prayed Sunday Psalms this morning. But uh, the verse was this. The word of God is living and true. It pierces more surely than a two-edged sword. And as I thought about those words, I read them again and again. And I came to this realization that surely the word of God is alive. That the scriptures aren't dead words, but this is how Jesus still speaks to us to this very day. The previous summer, I had done an IPF, that's the Institute for Priestly Formation. And that's in Omaha, Nebraska. And as I was there, they taught us how to pray with the scriptures which was really one of the first times that I had ever done anything like that, to learn how to do that. And so I was coming to this realization of how important the scriptures were for my life, for my life of prayer, and reading those words that morning as if it was yesterday. The word of God is living and true. It pierces more surely than a two-edged sword. Became so real for me, and really has changed how I pray with the word of God in all the years that have since passed. There's another experience that I've had with the Word of God that really has changed my life. And that was an introduction to one of the ecclesial movements of the church. And you might be wondering, what's an ecclesial movement? That's because in the United States, they're really not that popular. They're very popular in Europe because that's really where they were founded and where they really took off. But there are people in the United States who follow some leaders of different movements and begin to live a certain spirituality. For me, it was the Focolari movement that I encountered a few years ago. They were founded in 1943 by a woman named Chiara Lubick. 1943 in Italy, and so there was war that was going on. And as the air raids would go off and as the sirens would go off, they would go into the shelters into bomb shelters, and there they would take safety and refuge. Kiara Lubick was a young woman who was going to the university to be a teacher. And so these young girls started to gather around her in those bunkers. And she brought the New Testament with her. And as she began to read the scriptures with those young women, they too began to realize what our author to the Hebrews says that the word of God is living and true, that it does pierce more surely than a two-edged sword. They read the words of the scriptures and started to live them in their life. Jesus said, love your neighbor 
and so they tried to do that. Love your enemy, and they tried to do that too. They read that Jesus prayed that all might be one on the night of his passion. And so then they started to pray for Christian unity and to work for it. They read the words of Jesus that wherever two or three are gathered, there he was in their midst. And they cultivated the awareness of Jesus present among them. They began to live the words of scriptures in their life. And as it would continue, they started to pick a verse of the scriptures every month. And they would start to live that verse each month in their own daily lives. That's called the word of life in the movement. And to this very day, the word of life is transmitted throughout the whole world, and people like myself and others gather in the homes of other people, and we reflect on it, we read it, and we try to live it in our daily life. That's what the author of the Hebrews means, when the word of God is living and true, so much so that it begins to challenge us. In my own experience with Lexio Divina over the years of praying with the scriptures, I've realized one thing that every time that I read it, it's as if God is challenging me more and more to live a better life. That as I read those words, I see how I haven't lived up to them and how I must try to do so better in my daily life. And that's why we have the Christian community to help us. For myself, for others, for Kiara Lubick, for the Focolari movement, for all of us gathered here, we realize that the words Jesus speaks sometimes in the gospel are quite challenging. We see that in today's gospel with the rich young man. He goes to Jesus and they think he's, he wants to ask just a simple question. He thought he'd get a, a nice answer. But then Jesus challenges him. He asks, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, go, sell everything that you have. Give it to the poor and then come and follow me. The words that Jesus speaks all throughout the scriptures really do challenge us. It challenges us just like that young rich man was. In our own lives then, how are we going to respond to the word of God that we hear so often, that we hear it in the scriptures? In our psalm today, we said, if today you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. A lot of people don't think God's speaking to them anymore, that God has somehow stopped communicating with them. If that ever happens in your life, I encourage you to open the scriptures, because it's then that we'll realize that the word of God is living and true, that it really does speak to our condition, that it does challenge us to live a better life, to follow the teachings of Jesus in the Gospels. So as we've heard the word of God tonight, as we continue to read it every day in our lives, how is it going to change you? How is it going to challenge you?